Hey guys, thanks as always for tuning in to another episode of the Velocity Cast. And this week, I want to talk a little bit about opportunities, about saying yes to opportunities that make sense for us, uh, but more importantly, about saying no to opportunities that don't and how to distinguish between the two. And, you know, there are some caveats to this. I think a lot of this is, is partly dependent on where we are in our careers or in our lifetimes. So, so that certainly affects, you know, this decision and, and we'll get into that a little bit. But this particular topic was inspired by uh, something I read about Matthew McConaughey. He talks about it in his book, Green Lights, which I'll link in the show notes. Um, but he also talked about it on a podcast with Ryan Holiday, where he basically was in a situation in his career and in his life where he was juggling a lot of things. So he was running a production company to kind of make his own projects and, and take creative control of his acting career. He was acting, obviously, which, which he still is. He was in the early stages of starting his family. He was also running a record company. And all of these things were pulling him in a number of different directions. And he said about these activities that he felt like he was making bees in all of these things. And he felt that if he refocused, he could make a solid A in three. And he narrowed it down to the things that were important to him, which was, you know, acting. It was a nonprofit or charitable foundation that he was running and it was his family. So those were the three things or the three buckets where he wanted to focus his efforts. And so he shut down the recording studio and he closed his production company. And this story got me thinking about a lot of parallels in my own life where I have had far too much on my plate, which has been almost always, and certainly something that I've worked on in recent years. And it got me thinking about the opportunity cost of those decisions. So in economics, when we talk about opportunity cost, Opportunity cost is, is basically what you have to give up to get something else. So if you pursue opportunity A, then you likely are sacrificing opportunity B or vice versa. And thinking about decisions and thinking about things in terms of what it costs to make those decisions is actually a really helpful framework. So, you know, you're not just weighing the pros and cons of, of doing something or following a certain path. What we're doing is we're weighing what we are giving up in order to pursue that thing. And I think a lot of us could do well to follow Matthew McConaughey's framework that he created in order to uh, better achieve A's in the three areas that he wanted to focus on. And this framework is about a quick no and a long yes. And this is specifically when you are faced with a decision or an opportunity, an important decision about your life, career, or otherwise. And the quick no is about saying no to anything and everything that doesn't align with our values, with who we are, with where we want to be. So I am guilty of this, and I'm sure many of you are, where you are presented with an opportunity. And you say yes, even though you shouldn't. And typically it's because we are guilty 
or we have a misguided sense of loyalty, or we feel like we should do X, Y, or Z, or we don't want to disappoint someone else, you know, whatever million reasons there are that kind of all take the same form. But what ultimately ends up happening when we say yes to those opportunities is a couple things. One, the immediate and most obvious one is that we basically regret it right away. Instant regret. This can eat at us a little bit. And what has happened to me in the past is I become resentful towards either that opportunity or oftentimes that individual when they didn't do anything wrong. It's my fault for saying yes to something I shouldn't have. This has put me in a number of bad positions over the years. Uh, and, and so I've tried to be better about saying no right away. But the more insidious problem with this is this saps our time and our energy that could be better spent pursuing something that is more meaningful to us. So saying yes, again, brings us to that opportunity cost where if you say yes out of guilt or out of duty or out of not wanting to disappoint someone, you put yourself in a position where you can't say yes to something that comes around that may be a better opportunity. How many times have you been in that situation where you say, you know, a yes or you agree to attend an event or do something or help out with something and you immediately wish you didn't say that you wanted to do it and then a better opportunity presents itself or something more meaningful presents itself and now you're tied up with something that you shouldn't have said yes to in the first place. So that is where the quick no comes into play. If McConaughey is faced with anything that 100% does not align with his ideals, visions, if it's not something that he's excited about, he says no right away, immediately. No questions asked, no second thought. If all you do is implement that part of the framework, I think you would be much better off. I know that I certainly have tried to implement this aspect of his framework. But it's the second piece of this that I think is really interesting, where it's about taking a long time to deliberate before saying yes. So on the flip side of our previous example, how many times have you pursued an opportunity or said yes to something or agreed to do something that you're really excited about? And you're excited about it for a little bit. You know, it's new, it's exciting. There's, there's new opportunities. There's maybe it's a, a skill set that you haven't gotten to explore before or, you know, something that you've never really done. And you get that initial burst of energy, that initial burst of momentum, things are going well, and then that motivation fades. And then you feel like you kind of have to force yourself to follow through or to continue to do that thing. This is an equally bad situation because what tends to happen from there is you either start spinning your wheels, you give up, you know, you quit doing whatever it is you're doing, or you stay in that situation, but your performance suffers, your contribution suffers. If it's a career opportunity, maybe, you know, you, you make waves early on and then you lose steam and you stop progressing the way that you want to. And so a lot of times something seems like it should be a yes because it's exciting, because it's new. But when push comes to shove, it doesn't necessarily have staying power. And so being able to weigh options and being able to analyze things a little bit more in depth can be incredibly important. You want to be able to see 
after some deliberation, after some time to think, to sleep on it, if you're still equally excited. And if you are, and after weighing and pondering, if you still feel that urge to pursue it, then it should be something that you pursue. But that's where the long yes comes in. Take time, think about it, sleep on it. Let that initial excitement fade. And if it still interests you, and if it's still something that seems like a good opportunity, then chances are it really is. And a lot of this boils down to that initial concept I mentioned of opportunity cost. The more that we say yes, the less we are capable of saying yes in the future. So the more that you put on your plate now, the more that you take on, the more responsibilities that you add to your running list, the more that you put onto your plate, the more commitments that you accept, all of these things add up and they prevent us from pursuing more things in the future. So if an opportunity really is a good opportunity and you give it thought and you take some time and you, you know, let it sit a little bit, then it's still going to be an opportunity or a good opportunity rather. But if something is exciting and you let it sit and simmer and you realize that it might not be a good fit, that's an opportunity for you to save yourself time and save yourself effort that you can apply to something more meaningful to you. The other side of the coin, the quick no is, is kind of obvious how that's helpful, right? It's uh, okay. You say no to more things, which allows you to say yes to more things. But this also partially depends, or I'd say more than partially depends, on where you are in your life and your career. So I reference uh, Sahil Bloom a lot. I just think he's a great thinker, and I, I think he does a really good job of, of explaining complex frameworks. Uh, and one of the things he talks about a lot is luck surface area. So being lucky or however you want to define luck. A lot of people define it as, as success, whatever that means for them, right? But being lucky is oftentimes a byproduct of increasing your luck surface area. So increasing the opportunities for luck to find you. And this can be done in a number of ways. Uh, you know, you could live in a city or an urban area when you're younger. It just increases the likelihood that you're going to encounter influential people who can positively affect your career, right? Uh, I know that living in Boston has afforded me a number of opportunities that I would not have had I been living elsewhere. So your luck surface area is something that can be increased by saying yes more frequently when you are younger. So one of the things that Sahil talks about is early in your career or in your 20s, essentially, you should say yes to a lot more opportunities because saying yes to those opportunities increases your luck surface area. It increases the number of interactions. It lets you meet more people. It puts you in more rooms. It puts you in more communities. So if you are in the early stages of your career and we're looking at this quick no, long yes framework, it probably benefits you to say yes more often. On the flip side, Later in your career, or as you get into your 30s, as you start a family or, you know, get married, any of those things, saying no more frequently starts to become more valuable because now 
you have made a lot of those career connections from when you were younger, you've pursued a lot of opportunities, and now you have more data, you have more information. So now you can make better decisions about what aligns with your ultimate vision, what aligns with who you want to be in the future, and you can take that information to now be more selective as you get older or as you progress further in your career. And this kind of perfectly aligns with what Matthew McConaughey was talking about, right? He was at a stage in his career where he had started by saying yes to a lot of opportunities. He had went down a number of roads. He had seized a lot of these, you know, opportunities to make a name for himself. He had done a lot of things. And he hit a point where he was now established in his career. He was now trying to start a family. He now had different priorities than he had when he was younger. And that was when he decided to start letting some of these things go. So you can have both. And I think that's important to understand is the younger you are or the more junior you are in your career path or whatever it is, you should say yes more often because your goal is to increase your ability to be lucky. You want to increase the number of opportunities that could potentially come your way. And that comes from saying yes, putting yourself out there and doing more. But at a certain point, you start to get diminishing returns from saying yes. You start to lose out on better opportunities by saying yes to worse opportunities. You start to really have to think about the opportunity cost of your time and your efforts. And you want to make sure that you're better focusing your efforts and your energy on things that are more meaningful to you. And so what I would tell you to do is as you progress in your life, as you progress in your career, take stock of the things that you're doing. Currently, take stock of the type of things you've said yes to, the type of interactions you've had where you've been presented with opportunities. And I want you to start to look at how often you've said yes when you shouldn't, or how often you've said no when you shouldn't, which could also be the case. But just start to assess what you are putting on your plate and what you're adding to your calendar and start to assess if those things are meaningful to you and if they're getting you closer to where you ultimately want to be. Because another thing we have to realize is as we get older or as our careers progress, our goals change and that's completely natural. So something that may have been important to you five years ago may no longer be as important to you or may not be important at all. And so a lot of times we continue to make decisions that the old us would make even though the new us has new information. So we need to update our framework. We need to update our mindset so that we are starting to make decisions that are more in line with who we want to be in the future and not who we were in the past. So this framework of the quick no, the long yes, has been helpful for me recently to kind of thin my calendar a little bit and uh, create space for opportunities that are more meaningful. Uh, and I hope that it's helpful for you to just, you know, assess and go through and take stock of what you're doing and what you want to do and see if those things are in line. Because I know for me, they weren't. And this particular activity ended up being you know, fairly helpful in helping realign my actions with my goals. So hopefully that's helpful. I'm happy to discuss this further uh, Justin at trainedright.com, or you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at trainedright. And until next week, have a wonderful weekend. <music>